0: You're listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast, the only show 100% dedicated to women in all areas of the pet industry. I'm your host, Tori Mystic, and today I'm excited to bring you a solo episode. And I'm going to be sharing something that I originally learned about in Marie Forleo's B School, and I was recently reminded of it while I was reading the book We Should All Be Millionaires by Rachel Rogers. Have Has anybody read that book? <laughs> it was really good. I enjoyed reading it while I was in West Virginia on a little adventure trip with the dogs last week. I just read it from morning until night, and I finished it in a few days, and I'm just so energized and excited. We should all be millionaires, and in this episode, I'm going to tell you exactly how. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm going to tell you a small morsel of an idea, uh, and then hopefully we can all turn it into being mega millionaires. All right. Are you ready? So I'm going to explain how to identify your natural talents and make a list of all the life-changing things that you do in your business, because I know that you do. And then I will share some of the personality tests that you can take to learn about your strengths, your natural strengths. And I'm going to tell you exactly what my results said because I did these tests a couple years ago when I was first going through B school. And actually, I kind of want to redo the test because it says that your results can change as you get older and have different experiences, but I'll tell you what they said for me a couple years ago. And then finally, we are going to look at how you can harness your natural strengths to dive deeper into your zone of genius and turn your business into a multi million dollar business, basically. Your zone of genius is the combination of all of your best talents, skills, and strengths. So this is where everything in the beginning of this episode, in the middle of the episode, it all kind of comes together into your zone of genius. And I'll get into more of that later. So this book, We Should All Be Millionaires, it's all about growing a million dollar business or a multi-million dollar business. And one of the things that Rachel talks about in the book is looking into what you can provide of Value. So she actually has a couple of examples in the book that are pet industry related. So I'm going to share some of the examples uh, that I actually read in the book. So if you're not already sold on reading this, hopefully you will go pick it up. I got it from the library, but it is available on Audible if you like to listen to audiobooks. And the links for it are in the show notes. Of course, you can always find links to anything I talk about at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. And sometimes I can fit a few links in the actual show description on whatever app you're listening to this right now. So here's some of the examples that Rachel provides. So uh, if you're looking at what kind of value you can provide to your customers, if someone's puppy is chewing up their shoes, she actually said they're $400 shoes, (laughs) and dragging them, onto the ground on a walk because the dog is pulling on the leash so hard it knocks them over. If this person is having this kind of a problem with a new puppy and you're a dog trainer, you can provide a ton of value to them by helping them train their puppy. And in fact, you're not just training their puppy, you're actually changing their life. You're transforming their life from stressful and chaotic and expensive to something that is peaceful, that works perfectly. Well, I know nothing works perfectly with dogs, (laughs) but you are totally transforming their life from something of stress to something of joy. And if you're not a dog trainer, I want you to think about what can you do in your business that changes someone's life? If you're a content creator, you can change someone's life. Maybe you share about a pet-friendly adventure that you went on with your pet and one of your followers sees that And it changes their life when they take your advice and do the same trip. Maybe it's just like their greatest memory with their dog ever. Maybe something amazing happens to them on this trip. Maybe they never thought it was possible to vacation with their dog before and you inspire them to do it and you totally change their life. It is possible. What about if you are making pet treats or accessories? Think about how your products can be part of a life-changing experience to those pet parents. Are your products easier to use than other products? They make their life easier and better. Or do your treats actually get their picky eater to finally enjoy eating? Or do you make bandanas and you have a print on there that is, I don't know, tater tots, and that is their dog's nickname, and they can't believe that they actually found a tater tot bandana for their dog, tater tot, and you've totally changed their life. So you can see there are so many ways that you can make an impact and there's tons of books that will go on and on about this. I think there's a wonderful book out there called um, Super Fans or 10, I don't know, 1,000 Super Fans or something like that. I will try and put that in the show notes and if anyone knows what I'm thinking about, please send me a DM, but I will look for the link for that. Uh, And one of the best ways that Rachel lays out in her book uh, about the best way to really provide something of value that's going to be life-changing to your customers is to harness your natural talents. I know that there are things that come so naturally to you that your customers or your audience might struggle with. So maybe it is how you can communicate with animals. Maybe you actually do talk to animals, or maybe it's just how you can kind of communicate and really get in there with a dog who's having some behavioral issue, and, and you can really figure out what the problem is and help them so much. Or maybe you have a special natural talent for sewing and making things. Or maybe it's just the unique way that you explain something or the confidence that you have speaking in front of a group. Some people might be in total awe of your natural talents. And the wonderful thing is that we all have different natural gifts and natural talents. And um, there's another quote that I have to pull out from Marie Forleo. She would tell you that if you don't share your special gift with the world, You're stealing from them because you have something that you're really, really good at. And if you're not sure what it is, we're going to get into kind of how to figure that out. But you have something that is an amazing natural gift, your zone of genius. And if you're not putting it out there and making sure that people can get access to it, whether it's a service or a product or something else, you are really stealing from them. You're robbing people of having this amazing experience with you or using your amazing products. So just think about it that way. Uh, If you don't put it out there, you are really taking something away from people. So what are your natural gifts? Can you think of three of them? Try to think right now. So open the notes on your um, on your phone, the notes app, or grab a pen and brainstorm for a second. If you wanna pause this, go for it. I want you to think of three natural gifts that you have as a person. For me, I would say that first of all, I'm very creative and I love to make things. That's been something that has been a steady interest my whole entire life, even back to when I was like three years old. I can remember being very creative and I loved just altering things and making things different. Second, I am very positive, and I love to cheer people on. I really do. I love supporting each other. I love to see other people succeed, and even when I'm at like a workout class, uh, they made us kind of pair up in in pairs the other day in class, which I kind of cringe. I'm like, ah, just let me be in my zone. Let me do my thing, but they paired us up, and they're like, you know, cheer on your partner, and I'm the only one in there whooping and whopping and hollering and trying trying to get my partner to work out as hard as possible because I really just genuinely love cheering people on. So that's definitely a natural gift for me. And then I think my third one would be that I'm also really good at explaining how to do something to people who have never done it before. So my first job ever was a snowboard instructor and I was 15 years old, I think, when I started working there. And uh, I was teaching snowboarding to mainly adults. Uh, I was way younger, probably at least half the age of most of the people that I was instructing. And they had never done it before, but snowboarding was something I had been doing since I was eight years old and it came really naturally to me. So it was easy for me to explain and teach them and get them up on the snow and feeling comfortable. So I know that I'm very good at teaching people to do things that they've never done before. So I want to hear what your three natural gifts are. If you can, please send me a DM. You can send me a voice note if you're tired of typing like I am. <laughs> I love to hear voice notes, and I would love to hear what your three natural gifts are. Once you have this list, uh, these should be things that you're really good at that just come naturally to you. Then kind of the next step is to audit your business accomplishments, and see what is really in alignment with those natural gifts. If you've done the year in review with me, if you're in Wear, Wag, Repeat Society, my membership, at the end of every year, we do a year in review, And then uh, I also sometimes last year I did a workshop for K9 and 90. This year I actually released it as a podcast episode so you could go back and listen to it. K9 and 90 is about planning goals for 90 days at a time. And both the year in in review and K9 and 90, uh, they ask you to kind of go back on the previous year and look at all of your accomplishments and make a list. So if you did either of those things, you probably already have this list somewhere. Hopefully you put in your phone or in your um, dropbox or google drive or something somewhere so you can look back on it Um, but if you don't have a list already i want you to write down everything, small or large, that you have done that has delivered great value to your customers. And you can do it for the last year, or if there's something from the last couple of years that really sticks out, go ahead and write that down too. There is no like time limit or expiration for giving people a great experience. So you can write down anything that you want. I just want you to brainstorm, ah, this was something that just I could tell You know, we were really in flow when this happened and this made a big impact and this person was so happy. Uh, Personally, a little tip here is that I like to screenshot any complimentary nice messages that I get from my followers or my customers or my clients or my members, whoever. I screenshot all of that and I put it in a special folder in my camera roll. I've actually even printed out some emails, and uh, if you know, you know. I've I've told you if I have printed out any of your emails, and I taped them to my wall to remind me of what an impact I make. Um, I'm just so touched. That has to be my favorite part of my job is hearing that something I shared or something that I created or that I did made a positive impact on your life. So. If you want to tell me about that it it really does make my day and make my year. And so when I'm going through and looking at, you know, what what did I do of value that was maybe life-changing for someone, I can just go back and look at my camera roll. I have a whole album of screenshot messages um, from people saying, you know, you inspired me to start my business or you inspired me to become an influencer or you inspired me to launch this product or pitch myself to a podcast or just get my first client or whatever. Whatever it is, I am so excited, big or small, whatever it is, uh, it's really wonderful to have that record of what I've done that's made an impact. So I want you to do the same thing. So if you have any messages like that, screenshot them. If you don't, that's totally fine. It's, I think, kind of a rare <laughs> for people to just unprompted send you messages telling you how great you are. I'm very lucky to occasionally get messages like that Uh, but if you don't have those that's totally okay or if your business is new you can still think to yourself make your own list of the accomplishments in your business that have made a positive impact. The next thing we're going to look at is the zone of genius. That's right we are at the zone of genius part of this discussion. Now, you might have heard of this. I feel like zone of genius is a word that we hear tossed around all the time. I did not realize it actually comes from a book by Gay Hendricks called The Big Leap. And this book looks awesome. I am going to get it from the library tomorrow if I can. And it it explains all kinds of things, um, but it also, part of it is four zones. So you've got your zone of genius, right? But then you also have your zone of incompetence, your zone of competence, and your zone of excellence, and then finishing up with the zone of genius. And like I mentioned at the beginning, the zone of genius combines all your strengths your talents and your skills these are going to be the things that uh, you're naturally good at uh, that you have been practicing and mastering over some time that come easily to you that's your zone of genius but the other three zones i think are really important to look at as well Um, When I look at my zone of incompetence, a few things come to mind. Uh, I think that one's pretty self-explanatory. The zone of competence and the zone of excellence, I think, are two that could really get us kind of hung up and uh, slow our growth or prevent us from becoming millionaires, if that's your goal. The zone of competence are things that like you can do, but that you're not going to be amazing at. You're not going to be the best at. It doesn't come easily. You might have to put in more effort than other people, but like, yeah, you, you can do it if you have to. And then the zone of excellence uh, is things that you actually are good at, but it's just not in your zone of genius. It's lacking something. So maybe it does tap into a skill that you have, but not your strengths, or it taps into a talent, but not your skills, or. Something like that. So these are things that you can do a good job at, but they are not your zone of genius. So we really got to zero in and tap into your zone of genius, and then you're really taking your natural gifts and maximizing them. So, for example, this could mean taking something that you're already really good at and getting even better at it. That's what we're talking about here. So, for example, I love to have examples. Let's stick on this theme of the dog trainer. If you were a dog trainer, that might mean taking additional certifications in some specific thing that you're really good at, or maybe learning how to be a better public speaker to help you communicate in group classes or seminars. If you're And that would be if your group classes and seminars are already doing well and you want to get even better at it. So the zone of genius is not looking at stuff that's not good that you want to improve. It's looking at the stuff that you're already really good at and becoming like a freaking expert at that thing. Now, if you're a content creator, and these are just kind of the two examples I chose for most of this episode because I can't talk about absolutely every niche in every episode. So for today, it's dog trainer and content creator. If you're a content creator and your natural gift is photography, tapping into your zone of genius would be getting even better at photography. So maybe that's learning new editing skills, renting better equipment so you can like really play around and take some amazing photos or taking a class just to improve your skill set so if you're great at photography become like the expert in photography don't try to improve your copywriting because your natural gift is photography okay it is all about enhancing what you're already good at and what is already working okay i feel like society and, and just like school, you know, when you're in school, it's always like, oh, you got to get everything up to an A. And, and really, if school was to follow the zone of genius method, I think they would let you kind of have a couple classes be a C <laughs> and just focus on the one that you're really good at and make that one an A+. But, you know, I am not here to reform the school system. I'm just here to help you make a profitable pet business, <laughs> Uh, I see so many people doing a business audit and they identify the thing that isn't working and they'll say, oh, I really need to work on that more. I need to spend more time marketing that or I need to redesign my website because that's why people aren't buying this thing. Uh, Everyone's buying this thing, but not that thing. So I got to change this. I got to change that. That kind of thinking is not going to grow your business. It is going to distract you away from your zone of genius. Instead, in the business audit, I want you to look at what is going so well. What is going just like easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl, right? And I want you to work on making that even better. And maybe you quit the stuff that isn't working. That's what I'm gonna be doing in my business this year. I am really focusing on harnessing my natural talent at explaining, Teaching and cheering you on by expanding on my educational resources. So, I posted a reel the other day outlining a bunch of the things that I'm planning on adding in this year because I've realized that's my zone of genius and I really need to lean into that. My zone of incompetence, on the other hand, um, remember those are things that you are not good at and that do not come easily. My zone of incompetence is a lot to do with my online store, and that's why I'm going to be closing it this year. Frankly, I have found that I am not good at sharing my products. I'm really good at doing sponsored posts and sharing other people's products, but I'm not good at sharing my own products. Uh, I am also really not good at shipping. I have had many (laughs) screw-ups. Which I'm embarrassed to say, but I think it's really important to admit that, to admit what you're not good at so that you can quit it. So I'm going to be closing my online store this year. Uh, I might keep some of my print on demand products in some other capacity on my on my own website, but I want to get rid of my Shopify store because it's just not my zone of genius is what I have found. Uh, nothing about my online store taps into my strengths. Um, so let's let's talk more about our strengths. The, the great part is, we all have different strengths so i know that some of you have a zone of genius that is e-commerce and shipping so that means that i don't have to do it (laughs) i can just direct people to you so thank you for that (laughs) now what if you don't know what your natural strengths are there are some really great online tests and in reading rachel roger's book we should all be millionaires some of the alternatives that Rachel recommends to the Clifton Strengths Test are Colby and DISC. I also found another one called High Five. Um, but let's just talk about the Clifton Strengths Test first because that's the one that I've done. That is the one that Marie Forleo recommends in Module One of B School, and um, this is these are my results that I got a few years ago when I did this. So. This is a paid test. You can pay, I think, like 50 bucks and get this full-blown explanation, or you can pay $19 and get your top five strengths. So that is what I did. I didn't really want to have a bajillion things to look at and get overwhelmed. I really just wanted to know what my top five were. So here were my top five. Number one, and I, I believe these are in order of importance. So number one was empathy. I am good at sensing other people's feelings by imagining themselves and uh, others' lives or situations. That was kind of wordy, but I'm good at empathy. Number two is strategic. I am good at creating alternative ways to proceed. I can really see that. I am very good at adapting and pivoting. It says, faced with any given scenario, you can quickly spot the relevant patterns and issues. Okay, number three is positivity. I could have told you that. I am very positive. It says, according to this test, that I have contagious enthusiasm. Who, me? (laughs) It says that I am upbeat and I can get others excited about what they are going to do. Do you agree with that? Are you excited about this topic? Hopefully you are. Number four on my strengths is ideation. It says that I am fascinated by ideas. Uh, they're able to find connections between seemingly disparate phenomena. Now, that's a very wordy description, but I'll tell you a little bit in a bit um, about how I, how I implement that in my business. And then the last one, number five, is relator. So enjoys close relationships with others, finds deep satisfaction in working hard with friends to achieve a goal. So I think that these five strengths are spot on and they really nailed me, but I don't know that I would have been able to identify this on my own. I'm really glad that I did the test. Um, It also gives me like key concepts to keep in mind. So the key concepts that it said is driven by your talents, you affirm others for who they are. You celebrate their unique gifts. Your encouraging words inspire and embolden people to be their real and true selves. Now, if this was not just like a, an automated test telling me this result, I would just be blushing <laughs> because I just feel like that's such a nice thing to say. But uh, I really encourage you to take this test. So, Google the Clifton Strengths test. And again, the links are always in the show notes at slash podcast. But I think that. By explaining what my results were, you can really see how I am leaning into those things. I am doing more with my membership. I am doing more with coaching. I'm going to be hosting a mastermind group next month to help people who want to create their own courses. I am really... Loving helping people come up, come up with new ideas—that ideation strength—and I think with the strategic part, uh, my whole business is is very strategic um, with figuring out, you know, and just being honest with myself about what I need to drop, like my online shop. I think it's clear from these test results that running an online product. Business is not harnessing my zone of genius or my natural abilities. So, as you listen to this, what do you think your strengths are? And do you think that they are well aligned with your business? Please go take this test. Uh, if you are looking for a free version, I did see there's one called the High Five. If you just Google Clifton Strengths Free Test, that's what I did. There was something else called the High Five, and I believe it is free, and it says it takes about 15 minutes to do. The full Clifton Strengths. one might take up to an hour if you're really taking your time, but just make sure that you have a quiet, uninterrupted time to do this so that you are really getting as accurate results as possible. The other two that I mentioned that were recommended in the Millionaire's book is Colby. That's K-O-L-B-E. And the Colby test says that it is designed to help you understand your natural instincts. So maybe a slightly different than strengths. And then the DISC test, that's D-I-S-C, like a CD, like a disc, Um, that test ranks you on four personality types. And the, the types are dominance, influence, steadiness, and conscientiousness. So that's pretty intriguing. So based on these descriptions, you can go and take whichever one you want, or you can take all of them. I do want to hear if you have any interesting results or if you do this. And like I said, this was something that I originally did as part of Marie Forleo's B-School, which in and of itself was such a life-changing program for me. In her lesson, she also had a bunch of different exercises to work on to help us brainstorm how to implement our natural strengths into our business. And I every time I go through B school, I take loads and loads of notes. So I was just looking back through my notes, and I am proud to share that since doing that lesson in B-School a couple years ago and looking back at it now, I did implement most of the ideas that I wrote down as ways to tap into my strengths. So B-School has just been a great inspiration and motivator to me. I can't wait to go back through it. The new session of B-School starts on Monday, February 27th. Uh, Enrollment closes on February 23rd. So if you are interested in enrolling, you can do so at wearwagrepeat.com/slash/b-school. That is the link I set up that goes straight to my referral link. So if you sign up using that link, you will also get access to tons of bonuses plus one-on-one support from me. I've been through the program so I know where people get caught up. I know where I get caught up uh, and I will be there to kind of hold your hand and help you through and also provide any like pet industry related examples that are needed because not every program is designed just for the pet industry, but B-School is a great fit if you do have a pet industry business. So to wrap up this episode, here's what we talked about. Number one, what are your natural gifts? If you didn't get a chance to brainstorm three of your natural gifts, I want you to think about those right now. Number two, do an audit of your business and make a list of all the things that you have done that delivered great value, like life-changing value to your customers. And think about how those things align with your natural gifts. And then, third, I mentioned learning more about your natural strengths by taking an online test like the Clifton Strengths Test. And then I guess I kind of flip flop these, but harness your strengths to dive deeper into your zone of genius. And if you're brave enough, I want to encourage you to drop the things that are in your zone of incompetence like I am. I think it is going to serve us really, really well in the future. What did you think of this episode? Please reach out to me on Instagram at Wear Wag Repeat. I'm also on TikTok, Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I would love to hear what your strengths are and if you do take any of these tests. We are also going to be hanging out in the Wear Wag Repeat Labs facebook group and i will have a live discussion going on in there this week about the strengths finder test because i just think this is something that can really help all of us make our businesses just run more smoothly and i don't know i'm inspired by rachel rogers i think we should all be millionaires I I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Tune in next week where I will have an interview with another amazing woman in the pet industry.